What's up? How's it going, guys? It is August 24th, episode 168. And today, Joel Lin, he is one of the founders of Citadel, joins me to discuss how to list real estate on blockchain via NFTs. We get into a long conversation on how they are currently doing this with Commonwealth countries and then how they can apply it into other countries in the near future and how they're using their platform to help promote this type of tokenization. So be sure to subscribe and share this episode with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain, Citadel, and Joel himself. Enjoy. All right, Joel, welcome to the Blockhash Podcast Live. How are you doing today, my friend? Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for having me on this podcast. I'm doing fine. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, there's, there's a lot I want to talk to you about. There's a lot um, I want to dig into and elaborate on. So we, we will do that for sure in just a second. But tell me a little bit about you and yourself. Um, I want to know more about your background. Where are you from? Where are you based? What, what have you done in crypto so far? Um, give, give me a little bit of detail. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So I'm Joe. I'm the lead founding member at Citadel. A DeFi real estate platform. So prior to joining Citadel, I was in the institutional real estate space, helping them invest in real estate globally. So very traditional real estate private equity kind of stuff, like structuring real estate deals for institutions, feasibility studies, so and so forth. So over the past decade, I have built up my network and experiences at the world's largest real estate consultancy, developer and investment bank. It was a very rewarding experience where I learned that the value in real estate is not so much the land or building itself, but the community of people that develop and build it. I have also been an advocate for improving the capital efficiency of the real estate ecosystem, given how inefficient it is today. And that's kind of the reason why we started the Citadel project. As for myself, I grew up in Singapore. I graduated with top honors from the National University of Singapore, uh, joined an investment bank as a graduate trainee slot away as a cop slave for most of my life until I chanced upon the crypto universe back in 2017. Uh, my crypto journey kind of began uh, in 2017 when tokenization was all the hype, uh, 2017, 2018. Uh, and everyone was launching like tokenization projects up down left right center. Uh, by virtue of my position in the institutional real estate space, I received many proposals by these real estate crypto projects to tokenize uh, the real estate in our portfolio. However, I was never able to convince myself then how it was possible for a real estate token to legitimately represent the rights to the underlying real estate. Because you see, in order to legitimately say that this real estate token represent the rights to the underlying real estate, you need to be able to redeem the real estate with the token, just like how you were able to redeem the USDC for US dollar. None of the projects I spoke to uh, were able to give me a convincing and legit answer as to how this can be done after they tokenized the real estate in our portfolio. Nonetheless, I was kind of very excited about the potential for tokenizing real estate. And I gathered a bunch of uh, legal professionals, like guys whom I got to know during my days within institutional space. I started brainstorming ways to legitimize this within the existing legal framework. Uh, it was towards the end of last year that we had our aha moment uh, and realized the answer was right under our nose all this time. 
It was just that everybody was too busy following the herd mentality and looking to the left. Nobody really looked to the right. So by tweaking some of the structures that I learned about in the private equity universe, uh, we were able to connect the dots and link the real world meet space up with the blockchain metaverse. Uh, we were convinced of this solution when one of the oldest and most respected law firm in Singapore with over 100 years of history agreed to issue a legal opinion validating our structure. Now that's a huge achievement because Singapore, we ourselves, we are 56 years old as a country. So that was like three Singapore times that these law firms came over. It's a very respected firm. Uh, we took this uh, structure to the family office uh, that we know about. And uh, after they saw it, they had a few questions with their own legal counsels. Uh, they immediately agreed to back our project with over 200 million worth of quality real estate that they own in the UK and Singapore. So it was around then that the Citadel project was born. Yeah, so what does Citadel do exactly right now um, in terms of, you know, tokenizing real estate? Are you guys actually doing it? Or are you guys still kind of working out the details? Um, you said Singapore is giving you guys the ability to do it, correct? Um, yes. Uh, in fact, our, our, our structure works well uh, within Singapore as well as all Commonwealth countries that follows uh, the Commonwealth law, such as Singapore. Uh, Citadel is actually a permissionless decentralized real estate platform. So uh, we leverage DeFi to drive demand and unlock capital efficiency in real estate. Uh, we believe today's real estate lacks three things, access, liquidity, and composability. It is a $280 trillion market of which around 50% or $140 trillion is locked. Uh, this means money that is not doing anything. It's not earning interest not being invested and not being used to drive the economy. So if you buy a house for, let's say, uh, $1 million and you take a mortgage of, let's say, uh, 70%, so $700,000, the remaining 300000 which you have locked up in equity in the house is really just inefficient capital. You can't do anything about that. It's not earning interest, not doing, not doing anything for you. So our platform will increase the number of use cases for the real estate tokens uh, to drive demand for the real estate tokens and increase capital efficiency, help you unlock the 300K and enhance the overall fair value of the real estate universe. Uh, in our vision, there's going to be two prices to real estate in the future. The price of real estate on-chain and the price of real estate off-chain. The price of real estate off-chain is limited by the existing uh, kind of dinosaur legal framework and capital efficiency infrastructure that I shared with you about earlier, uh, the, the price of real estate on-chain, we believe, will be higher because of better accessibility, liquidity, and capital efficiency. So we believe the time for disruption is now. Uh, real estate is a very traditional asset class that is right for disruption. And ultimately, uh, in the team's vision, all assets will be tokenized in the new world just like how everything is securitized today. Citadel is going to do this tokenization for the real estate universe. Uh, technology is available today and there is sufficient liquidity on chain. The remaining limitations to bridge the real estate space with the blockchain is really in one, the regulatory hurdle and two, the liquidity hurdle, both of which we believe we have found the solutions to. 
Yeah, what is that solution? Why are you guys focusing on the Commonwealth countries specifically um, in terms of tokenizing real estate? Real estate itself is very complicated. Different laws, different countries have different uh, land laws, different real estate laws, different requirements. Uh, if you go to China itself, for example, uh, even different cities have their own uh, set of real estate laws. Uh, I believe in the state that is going to be more like in the Fed. Uh, there's the Fed aspect of the law and then there's the, there's the state level kind of laws. So this multitude of laws that is not aligned with each other makes it very difficult for projects to actually uh, get a real estate to be tokenized. Um, what we do, we found a way to uh, a structure basically that will work regardless of the local land laws in the country. Uh, but the structure depends on a few statutory uh, legislation uh, that is commonly found in Commonwealth law that may not exist uh, necessarily outside the Commonwealth law. Uh, the structure may work in those countries, require a little bit of tweak, but so, insofar as we are concerned, uh, the Commonwealth countries is sufficient for us to reach the initial scale that we need. Uh, to proof of concept and uh, launch our project. Yeah, what is this structure exactly that works in Commonwealth countries? Um, is it just like a law so or a type of legislation or? There, there, there are, it's, it's legislations, right? There are a few statutory legislations within the Commonwealth country uh, that uh, follow each other. But what's most important about the Commonwealth uh, framework <clears throat> is that there's some shooting called precedence, uh, where if there's a case law set somewhere uh, within the Commonwealth uh, nations, uh, other laws, other uh, the laws in other Commonwealth nations will more or less be uh, uh, sort of they, they will they will pay attention to that case law and they try to build on top of the precedence. Uh, there's persuasive uh, uh, rights attached to such. Uh, uh, precedent cases, which kind of set like uh, the boundaries on how things can operate. So if you can demonstrate that this works effectively in any one of the Commonwealth nations, uh, you may be able, there's a high chance, not necessarily 100%, you might still have to uh, make some tweaks uh, within the respective country, but it's a high chance that that uh, structure will also work in other uh, jurisdictions without significant uh, changes to the uh, overall structure. So this structure is very important for us because, I mean, uh, real estate tokenization is not new. Uh, there have been many uh, tokenization projects before Setudao came along. Uh, in fact, if you look at it, REITs have been semi-tokenizing real estate, they call it securitizing real estate since the 1960s. So REITs are basically real estate investment trusts put a portfolio of uh, real estate that allows uh, investors to trade the fund like uh, stocks and shares on a regular stock exchange. However, uh, in uh, my, my experience, uh, the REITs still are not perfect because they do not allow for investment at the individual property level. Uh, giving rise to this thing called a principal agent uh, misalignment. Uh, I have, even in a very regulated environment in Singapore, seen instances where uh, some of the 
REIT managers in the past have uh, boosted AUM uh, for fees because that's how they're paid at the expense of investors. Uh, the other real estate tokenization projects prior to sit down typically face liquidity challenges in the secondary market. Uh, after you tokenize, there's no one else to buy a token for you. Or if there's someone to buy a token for you, uh, trading, for example, $200 with a token will result in a price drop of maybe or price movement of 20 to 30%, which is quite unreasonable in the real estate uh, world. That doesn't really happen in the real world. Right? So um, we've seen how these projects were not able to generate sufficient interest. Uh, even those that were able to generate interest were not able to generate sufficient yield uh, to entice the crypto community, uh, where even stable coins are able to generate double-digit APYs. So we kind of came up with this structure that enable us, I think we are the first and only platform out there that allow listed real estate to be redeemed. So this is a two-way bridge and this redemption function is very important because it ensures the legitimacy of ownership as well as the valuation parity both on-chain and off-chain. What this means is that it's a self-correcting mechanism where if the price of real estate on-chain were to fall below the price of real estate in the real world, an instant arbitrage opportunity will materialize, allowing people to actually acquire, buy out the tokens in the on-chain world and sell, the, redeem the underlying real estate to sell it in the off-chain world and, kept, uh, and profit from the arbitrage. So that's one thing that is most important about our structure. Uh, Above and beyond that, our project also utilized the AMM to provide 24-7 liquidity. Uh, and this obviously allowed valuation transparency all time. Uh, we are also very scalable because we incentivize landlords to independently mint their own NFT and list the real estate on the platform. So this is unlike other projects out there that have to deal with all the regulatory structures uh, when they try to do it the old-fashioned way. Uh, what they do is that they end up uh, having to raise the money to purchase the underlying real estate before tokenizing them. Uh, we believe this is very capital inefficient and not as scalable as our project. Yeah, so if let's say I had a, a house in the Commonwealth somewhere and I wanted to tokenize it um, and I wanted to use Citadel, how do I do that? Where, where do I go to do that? Do I have to apply to do that? Do I need a developer's help? Is it seamless? Um, how would I go through that? So um, our platform works as a listing platform. It functions as a listing platform. Okay. As a landlord, what you have to do, your duty is to ensure that you own the right and you have the right to sell the house, which means that you have to be the legitimate owner. Uh, what you will do then is to list it on uh, our platform uh, for a period of 28 days. You set the price that you want to sell at. Uh, and then after the platforms verify that you are the legitimate owner and you have the right to sell the house, your project will be featured, will be listed on the platform for potential uh, uh, participants, uh, crypto community members, to indicate, commit their interest as to whether they want to uh, participate in this thing called the initial real estate offering or IRO in short. 
Now, over the next 28 days, interest will be gathered. If there's sufficient interest gathered, uh, uh, NFT will be minted. That represents the right to uh, uh, your real estate. And uh, what happens is that this NFT will be custodied in a ERC-20 smart contract. The ERC-20 factions will then be distributed to the people who committed and transferred the USDC or USDT uh, to the smart contract such that they can actually start training the real estate token. As the landlord yourself, if the project is successful, what's going to happen is that um, you will uh, enter into a typical convincing uh, transaction with an SPV setup to hold the title deed of the real estate on behalf of the token holders. So in exchange for the title deed, which means the title deed will leave your hand, you will receive uh, either fiat if you choose to receive a uh, USD or uh, the USDC uh, equivalent worth of the transaction value that you have stated you will sell your real estate for. Got it. What are what are you guys' future plans? Like, do you guys want to just work with Commonwealth countries, um, or do you guys want to expand out of that? Like, does Citadel want to work with, um, you know, potential real estate offerings and listing tokens and uh, tokenized real estate in other countries and other jurisdictions? Like, w what's the overall direction you guys want to take this? Yeah. So we plan to um, to start off with the Commonwealth uh, countries because that's where our foundation is strongest. But uh, once we are stabilizing there, once we have sufficient uh, uh, scalability, we do intend to take this uh, outside the Commonwealth countries. Now, when I say Commonwealth countries, I'm referring to the supply aspect of it. I'm referring to the real estate supply part of it. Uh, we are not limiting only Commonwealth buyers from participating in the platform. So a non-Commonwealth country uh, crypto buyer uh, can still purchase a Commonwealth country real estate using the platform. Where do you think the most potential is um, for this, for listing real estate and putting it on blockchain? Because I know there's a lot of countries, especially in developed worlds, that really need a solution like this, um, even outside Commonwealth countries, that would, would give them the ability to, to sell their real estate, their lands, their property, their house, their apartment, their condo, um, to an open market anywhere in the world and create that optionality um, and that flexibility. Um, just using like Colombia or Mexico, for example, I know Jeff Bezos and I just had a meeting with some folks the other day. Jeff Bezos invested like a hundred uh, million dollars into, into that effort as well. Um, and I know there's a lot of other people that have a lot of money that are getting on board trying to figure out ways to put real estate onto blockchain, especially in Latin America and other places that are you know, developing countries still. Um, do you guys see yourselves expanding out in, into those kinds of places as well? Um, or do you know of platforms that have already started doing that? I just feel like it's an area that really has been untapped that would really benefit from this. Definitely. Uh, we do plan to uh, reach out to uh, other, uh, other places, other countries uh, outside the Commonwealth nation uh, and start... Uh, uh, offering the services, the platform, our structure, and our expertise, as well as access to the crypto community. Uh, we believe that that will make capital a lot more efficient in those countries. It will help to drive the economy because all those unlocked capital can then flow back into the economy and help drive uh, 
like the like help drive general spending uh, across the board, right? Uh, the 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 thing about um, the thing about this is that uh, and the unknown unknowns. Um, real estate is uh, pretty much a very regulated uh, regime for a good reason. It it has the potential to uh, affect the the rich poor gap in many countries. Uh, we have seen in some countries like. Uh, I shan't name which countries, but we've seen in some developed economies in Asia where the price of real estate have gotten so out of whack with the real world uh, that millennials are just losing hope because they know that they will never be able to buy a house of their own in their entire lifetime. They will only be able to rent it. They will never be able to participate in the wealth generation created by the real estate. The real estate is for the rich and wealthy only. And, and, and this, this has the potential uh, to destabilize uh, society, uh, which we have to be uh, careful about uh, as socially responsible platform uh, to not uh, make worse. Uh, because you imagine uh, if let's say uh, the amount of supply on the platform is too limited and suddenly we offer um, a, a real estate solution uh, that, 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 that works, right? Um, and that attracts a whole bunch of blockchain money into that country. Uh, if it's only one country and the size of their real estate uh, portfolio is, or rather the total value of the real estate portfolio is not sizable enough, it might lead to significant inflation in those countries uh, that might lead to potential social implications. So even though we are trying to implement uh, the real estate technical solutions, uh, we are trying to solve the liquidity problem. Uh, we are trying to uh, work within uh, and legitimately within the existing uh, legal framework. Um, we are also uh, aware of the potential uh, 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 issues this might cause the society, and we are finding proper solutions to uh, implement this. So that's why at the beginning of our journey, we are going to only implement this in a stable, mature uh, real estate market that have a sizable real estate portfolio such that even if uh, let's say 100 billion worth of uh, crypto money flow into the real estate world, uh, suddenly it's not going to blow up the market uh, like, like it would do in some other countries, say, yeah, some other developing countries. So that, that's something that we have to be wary about uh, in order to, to, to ensure that the platform is sustainable in the long run. Uh, over time, as the amount of offering on the platform matures and uh, there's a lot more uh, supply available and the demand supply uh, kind of stabilized in a way, we know that opening up uh, new markets will not cause a sudden surge in real estate prices in those markets. Uh, that is something we will uh, take into consideration when we move outside the Commonwealth block too. Is there any tax ramifications um, to listing your real estate or tokenizing your real estate and putting it on Citadel and someone buying it there um, and receiving a token? Like, is is that um, something you guys have ran into as an issue, or is it uh, as simple as you know uh, selling one asset for another? It it kind of create a more of a tax benefit. Uh, so our structure does uh, create. Uh, uh, sort of a 
uh, you know the difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion, right? So uh, we are we are tax avoidance efficient uh, by way of how we treat the, uh, the 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 rental income collected on the real estate uh, in the property, and by way of how the structure is designed. Uh, yeah. So we do consider those uh, implications, and we have make it, made it as tax efficient as possible. And that's one benefit of being based out of Singapore because Singapore have uh, one of the most uh, FTA signs with uh, countries around the world, uh, free trade agreement, uh, double tax, uh, dual tax treaty agreements. We have so many of those around the world. They makes uh, the structure actually a lot more tax efficient than if you were to try to do it uh, elsewhere. And, it, and because of that, we believe we will start globalizing real estate where we will be able to, uh, uh, real estate now is still very much a uh, localized uh, market because of all the restriction or tax implications if you invest in other countries' real estate. We believe that by way of uh, our setup project, we can actually uh, uh, make that more efficient and uh, that will encourage a more global democratization of the real estate industry Got it. Got it. Um, one more question before we wrap up and everything. Uh, do you guys have a community? Are you guys on Discord or Telegram? Do you have a place where people come together to chit chat? Um, I know you guys have a medium. Yeah. We yeah. Thank so. Thank you for uh, bringing this up. We do have a, a community. Uh, so if you would like to learn more about our project, uh, please visit us at citadel dot io. That is spelled C I T A D A O dot I O. Uh, we are active on Discord, so please join us on our Discord channel. Uh, and as a show of our appreciation for listening in, uh, we will be airdropping 2,000 Citadel tokens to you after the TGE if you join our Discord group and mention block hash on our general ch channel. Uh, the link to our Discord group can be found on our Citadel website. That is C-I-T-A-D-A-O dot I-O. So, yep. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Awesome. Yeah, I'll follow up with you about that over email. Um, stay on for just a second, and I'll talk to you. Otherwise, um, thank you for taking the time, Joel, to come on the podcast and elaborate on Citadel and everything you guys are doing. It's very, very cool. I love the idea of being able to tokenize real estate. It solves so many problems across the world. Um, and, yeah, I hope to talk to you again soon in the future and dive into this a bit more. Thank you, Brandon, and thank you, everyone. We hope to see you again soon.